millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes. I'm so, so happy to have today with us one of my good friends, Hannah Wallace. So I first met Hannah at the Hay House Writers course back in November. She was actually sat in front of me and we had some good chats. And then I don't know why, but when she contacted me on Instagram, I just didn't put the dots together until very recently. So definitely divine timing from the universe because it was great to spend my birthday with Hannah and learn all about Hannah's incredible work. So for those of you who don't know what Hannah does, Hannah is on a mission to help and inspire people to integrate their darkness and light and find grace in the space that they're in. Hannah champions female empowerment and spiritual activism and is currently writing her first book, which I'm super excited about. So thank you so much, Hannah, for being here today. I am really excited to join you, Emma. And yeah, it's really cool. Oh, well, I'm so excited to have you on here because obviously everyone's seen you on my vlogs, on my Instagram and stuff. So it's good that they can like hear about your work today. Absolutely. And connect the dots, I guess. It makes you connect with a person, doesn't it? Definitely. Definitely. So the first question from my followers is, when did you have your spiritual awakening and what is your story? So I got really into spirituality initially through yoga when I was about 12 or 13 But my real awakening began when I was 18, when I had experienced a bout of glandular fever, which basically turned my entire life upside down. I woke up one day, couldn't get out of bed, and there I stayed for quite a few months. Um, My, you know, I changed overnight, my life changed overnight, and this began an entire process of unraveling. and it put me on the path. But as you can imagine, when you're that young and, you know, not everyone around me was going through this and it was, you know, 18 years ago now thereabouts and things are very different now to how they were then. It was a, a process for me. You know, I went through stages where I was really kind of connected to it. And then I was going through other stages where I really struggled. I did have really good support around me. Um, 
even though they weren't really into what was happening to me, people were supportive. But it has been a process and I've been through stages as I've grown and developed, I've, I've awakened even more. So yeah, it's probably been different from somebody that goes through a massive boom all of a sudden. This was a more, much more of a slow integrative process, which I'm really grateful for actually, because I know how incredibly painful it can be for some people. But I started with books, How to Help Myself, and it's really put me on a path uh, helping my health as well because this kind of opened an entire Pandora box which left me really struggling with a very different life situation to everybody around me so if it hadn't have been for spirituality um, I would have been really lost essentially it saved it saved my life um, because my I was able to kind of heal my kind of mental well-being essentially to help me deal with what was going on with me physically and when you are on a spiritual path, it also opens up quite an alternative therapeutic nature as well. So I've been able to really deeply explore this on many levels. And yeah, for 100%, it's been, it's been challenging at times, but also really amazing as well. I, you know, we all think, oh gosh, I wish I could change that. I wish I could go back. But actually, it's, as we always say, Emma, it's part of the process, isn't it? It's where we're meant to be is where we're meant to be. Exactly. Couldn't have put that better myself. Exactly. Like everything's as it should be. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was difficult, but also amazing. And I'm, you know, recently in the last few years, I've kind of really awakened even more, I would say like more stuff has, um, you know, awakened within me, which has been really exciting because I had quite a lull for a long time. You know, I'd read, because I'd had a lot of time on my hands, I'd probably digested, you know, near on <laughs> most books that are on the market, you know, I was, I was ready for something new to come in. So I've really been having new things coming my way, which has been really exciting. Cool. So for those, like, obviously, I know that you work a lot with Divine Feminine work. So for those of people who don't know what the Divine Feminine is, why do we need to embrace it? We need to embrace it because it's about connecting to a softer side of ourselves. We are moving into a more feminine based society right now, but it has been very masculine based for a long, hard number of reasons. But patriarchy has very much ruled. And as women, we've been swept along by it and we've really had no choice, but this kind of underground revolution has happened and we need to embrace this because it reconnect is reconnecting us back to ourselves as women, bringing women back together because we're often, you know, as we know, pitched against each other. That's a very kind of the masculine aspects of ourselves competing with each other, comparing with each other, embracing the divine feminine, not only, softens within ourselves it reconnects us back to the women around us and when women gather together a lot of healing can take place because you know take us back many years ago women were gathered together we would have gatherings as women to share processes healing information knowledge and it was used to help heal the communities around us and this is starting to happen again and this is why we need to embrace it and it will help us not only with that side of things, but on a personal level, reconnect us back to where we really need to be, what we really want. Reconnect with the feelings that we want to feel. Often 
we get caught up in how we think we should be because that's what we've been told and we were programmed with it you know from birth essentially but embracing the divine feminine helps unravel all of this and it doesn't matter what's going on in your life or whatever your story is there are aspects of embracing it that will help you personally and there's not a one size fits all with this we're all different the process will look different for everybody but there are things that will help us along the way when we choose to embrace this so how can we use divine divine feminine work to feel confident in our bodies and sexually then well we can use this work to reactivate our feminine side um the first thing we have to do is look at the stories we tell about ourselves our bodies our sexuality and question where did that come from because very often when we start to kind of look into that and break down these patterns we will find that it's just what we've been told how we think we should be and the real starting place is breaking these down and this is something recently that I have been really embracing because in terms of our sexuality as women without us realizing it we have a very masculine kind of side to it without us even realizing it how we're sold within society with advertising how sexiness is sold to us and when we kind of work the divine feminine back into this we will soften we will look at our bodies differently and it helps us to heal on a whole nother level and it helps us to become more aware what happens sexually often we're quite numb without us even realizing it I certainly know that this is something in the last few years that I've really discovered. We, even if you're quite a liberated person, which as you know, Emma, I'm very liberal. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, I didn't realize the repression that existed within me and embracing the divine feminine with this allows us to, to question certain things about our sexual behaviors, about our patterns, how we embrace our sexuality with another person. And when we use this work to feel more confident we start to behave in a way that we really want to we start to de you know get more sensitive to the subtle energies that are within us and by doing this the people around us who maybe we're sharing our sex lives with or just ourselves we will we will change that relationship as well and it's a subtle thing at first but by embracing this energy that's flowing through us and tuning into it, slowing down is a massive thing because, I mean, we all kind of have a, should we say, a pattern or a story, say we enter into, you know, whatever our sexual relationship we're in, it will follow a pattern in the story. And we need to look at that because it will often be how, it will have a very masculine aspect to it by taking our power back, by embracing our softness, by reconnecting to ourselves, by listening to our bodies and our intuition, what we really want, this is how we embrace it sexually. So it's, it's an integrative process, essentially. It's not just about the sex side of things. It's about what else is going on in your lives and fusing the two together and also talking to other women around us, being open and honest with people that you trust because we all have this idea that everybody's having a better time than us, right? We all think 
we all have this thing or we if we're a bit dysfunctional we we kind of kind of want to hide it and if we can start sharing that stuff in a safe space that is a very divine feminine thing that will help us heal as well so and it will encourage us to love our bodies more because all of a sudden we're becoming aware. So that for me is about how to embrace that within our bodies and our sexuality. And it's a process. It's not going to change overnight and it's going to change how you communicate to the other people around you. And you're going to have to break down those paradigms, par I say paradigm, paradigms mm -hmm. um, with the people around you as well, because you're going to have very fixed ideas on what you think your body should be like or what you think your sexuality should be like. And it's about taking it back for yourself and reclaiming that and knowing that what yours is going to look like is going to look different for another person and not worrying about that. And also when we do learn to communicate our needs better, we'll definitely get more out of our sex life and our relationship with our body as well. 100% definitely agree with that so having done womb work myself obviously we've had conversations about this together but how can womb work help us harness our divine feminine work well our womb is a space that if you speak to most women about the womb they will think of two things giving birth and periods and the most women will think of their periods in a fairly negative way because often we have a lot of issues and it's quite a taboo subject you know we all have periods but it's not something that's really celebrated and reconnecting with the divine feminist connects us back to our cyclic nature which is absolutely vital in reconnecting with ourselves because when we start connecting with our cycles and learning about our cycles we become aware of spaces throughout the month that we maybe perform better, we feel better, we reconnect with our emotions. This isn't something we're kind of taught or trained to do or it's spoken about. And I think most people feel with their periods that and their womb space, they just need to get on with it. Oh, well, I have these issues, but you know what? I just need to keep plowing on, getting on. And it creates this massive disconnection. When we start doing the divine feminine work, if we can reconnect back to that space through our womb work, it will awaken our divine feminine work as well and what we need to realize that our womb is not just a space of giving birth to another human it's a it's a space of giving birth to if you're producing a book your work something you're passionate about it's this potent space that we all have whatever you know some people man woman if you're you know depending on your gender issues if you have any it's a space where we are able to connect with create magic and learn about ourselves and what we really want so I personally know that this has been something that I've recently maybe in the last two years really got into and I've learned a lot from Lisa Lister Alexandra Pope and I've really kind of connected to it and I didn't even realize until I started getting into this how disconnected I was to that space. I thought of my period as a very inconvenient thing and I think that's something we really need to change and encourage people to connect with the Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cyclic nature, because not only does it connect with the inner cyclic nature, it helps us connect with the the seasons it helps us connect with nature more because if we look at the seasons they're all cyclic as well so there there is a lot that we can do by doing wound work that helps us connect to our divine feminine energy and they will work symbiotically with each other the more we do with one the more the other will awaken and especially with our intuition when we start working with our womb your intuition will really awaken because you'll start this new inner awareness and yeah I would personally really recommend it some people feel a bit weird about it and you know I talk to the people around me and they're like oh I'm not sure it's for me I don't really understand it but I think the the first place to start with this is just getting connection to your own personal cycle and also changing the way you look at that space which is obviously not always easy if you have shall we say very difficult periods or you've had issues down there but I think it's changing the story there and finding a way to kind of reconnect with that even if it is difficult looking at a way you can work with that and it will change everything it will really it will help even that situation it's not about maybe it's not going to totally change it but it definitely will help and it will also help you feel this this softness again you feel more in control I think that's a massive thing like it's a real reclamation a real taking your power back um so yeah that that's something I feel very passionate about um which I hope anybody listening here will feel maybe a little nudge that I'm gonna look into this or actually I do feel quite disconnected from myself in that way and yeah, I hope that that's a helpful kind of thing for people to get in touch with. Definitely. And from doing it myself, you know, it just allowed me to do so much in a healing and in a purging of, you know, even if you're a twin flame and you're listening to this, like this womb work will do freaking wonders for your twin flame journey. So, you know, absolutely, it's not just for twin flames. Like obviously this is, you know, for absolutely everybody, anybody who's like, you know, a female, so it's fine. But yeah, like it's just so powerful to help with healing and to help with any, you know, past past things any kind of sexual trauma or any you know any stories you tell yourself sexually as well about confidence about god anything and also a lot of the meditations that i had been doing had really helped to like clear past lovers and things like that and you just don't even think you know that energetically there's storage up there but there is so like you can there there absolutely is storage up there and i think as well it's about realizing that it's we have the power within us and I think that's what actually womb work really does do for us it reconnects us to our power 
and that at the same time is connecting us to our divine feminine which is obviously an amazing thing to do definitely so what other tips or advice can you give to help my listeners kind of step into their divine um, divine feminine and sexual power so I think the first thing that they need to do is get clear on your own story like where you're at and often I know Gabby Bernstein talks about this it's called it's like witnessing the wounds essentially isn't it and I think it's a very powerful process that you need to get clear on what your balance of masculine and feminine is how are you quite masculine based approached in your life because if you're doing should we say a very high powered stressful job or you feel you've got a project to complete you're going to need that masculine energy to kind of power through that. But I think you need to get clear on how much of that is going into all of your life. Is it affecting your relationships? Are you very dominant in your relationship? Do you have a lot of masculine energy in you on a, on a regular basis? And it's really getting clear on that story about where you're at. And the next tip I would say is learn to soften with yourself. Let go a little bit. Like, it's very difficult because as women, we think, you know, if you can't do a job, you know, do the job properly, you know how to get it done. I know you would relate to that, Emma. You're very much an on it person. I think it's about letting go a bit with that and really softening to this idea that you don't have to do everything and you can allow not only to let others support you, but also learn how to support yourself. It's really really key when you're on this whole awakening process that it is going to be difficult a lot of emotions a lot of stuff is going to come up the real key is to learn to support yourself because we're so good at often supporting the others around us that we we don't support ourselves without realizing this actually you know it sets us up for burnout it sets us out for just feeling not in control of ourselves and our emotions and keeps putting us you know it makes us tired exhausted which often we feel we can't support we don't have time to support ourselves because we are so busy but I think it's just finding windows of opportunity in your life to have what's going to work for you rather than modeling it on somebody else I think it's finding that space where okay I you know I can't do what's been suggested to me but maybe I can take five minutes out you build those processes up over a period of time things do start to change another thing that I would give as a good tip is connect to things that make you happy because you know happiness is very you know fun and happiness can often be put to one side we really need to connect back to having fun and real happiness. I mean, things that are really going to make you happy. And again, it might be that you think, like, I'm so busy. I don't have time for this. It's finding small windows of opportunity to tune into that. Connecting with nature, reconnecting yourself with the earth, really simple stuff like that. If you are into spirituality, things like crystals, oracle cards, on a more practical basis, having just a salt bath, having something or a salt foot bath. You know, if you don't have a bath, put get a bowl, fill it with salt. Simple self-care techniques. These are all going to bring you back to yourself. And I think the really other thing that's a really good tip is to learn to start trusting yourself again. Reconnect with your intuition. How often do we feel like, well, I just don't know what to do. 
you know, your head's telling you one thing, your heart's telling you another thing. The outside world is saying you should do it this way. It's having the courage to make that choice. Well, actually, what I really think is this, but it's not, it doesn't appear to be in alignment with what anyone else is thinking. So how do I bridge that gap? The real way to bridge that gap is to listen to you, to have the courage to listen to what you, you're actually saying, because the more that we do that, it reconnects us with our intuition and we really need to cultivate our intuition and realize that often a lot of the time when we're giving our power away we actually do know the answers we still need to learn from the outside but it's it's having that symbiotic relationship between knowing and learning and not relying on the outside for your power relying on the inside for your power and you know again it's it's often one of those things it's easier said than done but it's a real it's a real kind of positive thing to like get in touch with and and it will help you understand who you are as a person when you start to trust yourself a little bit more. Uh, the last thing that I could suggest to you, it's all about loving yourself. In order to reconnect and embrace our divine feminine, we need to go on that journey of learning to love ourselves, which, you know, if you're not feeling in a good place, you may well be thinking this thing, well, it's all very well in process of learning to love myself, but how do I actually love yourself, love myself? It's about breaking it down. It's about taking small baby steps. It's probably not going to happen overnight if you've had years and years of patterns of, you know, not loving yourself. And you know, majority of us, we've all been there, I'll be honest with you. I'm sure you can relate to this, Emma. It's it's a hardwired thing, isn't it? It's in us. So learning to love ourselves again and finding ways that help us. And we're all going to be different. For some people, it's going to be maybe listening to something inspirational. Some people, some way it's going to be reconnecting with someone around you that may encourage you or inspire you to do that. Learning to love yourself is breaking down those patterns, learning to get into your own personal story and seeing how you can rewrite that. Um, but these are all miniature processes and it's picking out one or two rather than thinking you have to do it all at once. It's a process, it's a journey. Our awakening is a never ending process. There's, there's no outcome to this. It's a thing that we're going to go on. It will ebb and it will flow sometimes we'll feel very connected sometimes we'll feel more disconnected and that is the nature as well of the divine feminine when we can learn to flow with that nature it reconnects us back even more and it helps us also to connect to our cyclic nature the last thing i'd say if you have a period tracking your cycle that's a really positive thing to do even if you're using all methods of birth control learn your cycle learn how you feel within that cycle as well because it will give you answers and you might find in certain places in that cycle you're more productive or when you're more emotional you can kind of use that time to be you know kinder to yourself and it obviously if you say you're a busy mum you may well be thinking well I've got a screaming baby to deal with. I might be feeling emotional, but you know, how am I going to do that? But it's just, it's the awareness. Having awareness is everything. And I think on this whole process with awakening, divine feminine, with womb work, awareness is everything. 100%. And I just love all the answers you've given. They're all so on point. And I think this podcast has really, really helped both me and the listeners. So thank you so much, Hannah. 
That's, that's, that's my pleasure. And I've just one last thing I want to add in here. Celebrate your own beauty. It is very hard for women right now when we're having all these images of all these airbrushed beautiful women and then there's all this conflict between fit, healthy, skinny, healthy, there's all this stuff. Come back to yourself. You know, we all look different. We are all different. And the more we can embrace that and find people who champion you in your life and love you for you, like in all of this, find your tribe and love them hard because they are the people that are going to help you on this process the most, which I know for me and you, well, we, we both can attest to that. Definitely. 100%. It's all about, you know, just having those people who you can, like you say, just have that safe space with and just trust and can, you can just share and evolve together and help one another. And also encourage each other to create and birth things and, know that while you're doing that it's a safe space to have the wobbles it's a safe space to kind of not feel good it's a safe space to let it all out when you know things are going wrong but also having those people to say come on you can do this let's kind of work through this and it, it will make a massive difference definitely so where can my followers find you hannah my, your followers can find me on instagram i also have a website with um blog posts and I'm also myself beginning a podcast which is be launching really soon you're my first guest Emma as you well ah, know so everyone go and listen to that too <laughs> exactly and it will be called finding grace and it's all about finding grace in the chaos of of life and having sacred conversations with people how they find grace and their story of finding grace because you know whatever's going on if we can find some grace it, you know we'll feel ace <laughs> that's definitely that's what someone said to me the other day you know find some grace and it will reconnect you back to you know your own source perfect well i will link hannah's website and social media down below for you all to go and check out but thank you so much for doing this hannah it's been such a pleasure to have you on my podcast Oh, it's been amazing. And I really hope that anybody listening has found just some of the things helpful and it's felt clear enough for people to just maybe reconnect with this, some of the ideas that I've said and maybe start to implement them in their lives that it feels less. There's a lot of information about this out there now, but it can almost seem a bit overwhelming. I don't know if you would agree with this, Emma. So I think it's really breaking it down and find stuff that you really resonate with and if you don't resonate with something trust that actually there are other stuff out there you might resonate with um and you know don't be afraid to think well i didn't really like that so walk away from it think well i'm just gonna maybe look and see if there's someone else that i do resonate with definitely 100 percent. so thank you so much hannah and thank you for being on the podcast it's my pleasure thank you so thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcasts. I hope you have enjoyed this episode with Hannah. As always, you can find out more about Hannah in the description box down below and you can find out more about myself also, including my life coaching, my website, emmamumford.co.uk and all the other free content I have to offer over on my website. Thanks so much and I look forward to seeing you in my next podcast, which will be next week. Lots of love, guys. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.